This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Hello and welcome to Pregnancy Confidential, week 22. Sometimes being pregnant sucks, and that's okay. Pregnancy Confidential is a girlfriend-to-girlfriend real talk podcast from the folks at Parents Magazine, where we have your back and bump through all 40 weeks. I'm Dana Points, the editor of Parents, and with me today is... Chandra Turner, the executive editor at Parents. Who I hear loved being pregnant and can't say a bad thing about it. And... Kara Corridan. I'm the health director. So it's week 22. You've been pregnant for a while. You're over the hump, but you still have a trimester and a third to go. While pregnancy is a time for glowing and planning and, frankly, shopping and getting ready for the baby to be, it can also be a bummer. Sleeping, trying to find that right position in the bed when you're sleeping, heartburn, anxiety about the future connected to your finances or what you do or don't know about diapering. I mean, I really felt like I didn't really know much about taking care of babies, babies at all. In general. Yeah. yeah. So sometimes pregnancy blows. It's okay to recognize that. So we're going to talk about that today. But before we dig in, let's start by talking about your baby this week. How big is your baby? So now in week 22, your baby is the size of a papaya. And if papayas aren't your thing, it's also roughly the size of a brownie pan. A brownie Brownie pan? Brownies are my thing. Yeah. Or a pan full of brownies. (laughs) I prefer that. A gut full of brownies. Yeah. Take out all the brownies and stack them in a a, a baby shape. Yeah. (laughs) There you go. And that's what's going on. That's right. Right. Or a stuffed teddy bear. Maybe a medium-sized teddy bear. Not one of those carnival kind. The really huge ones. No, the really expensive soft ones. Right. But if you want more details from people who are perhaps even more authoritative than us about your baby's size or anything else about your baby's development, you can sign up for our daily pregnancy email at parents.com slash pregnancy daily. We'll give you the scoop. This episode is brought to you by Saks.com. At Saks.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch, find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. It used to be that when they were asked, and of course they're always asked, celebrities were always talking about how much they love being pregnant. Mm -hmm. They would rub their perfectly formed bump and adoringly gaze at it and look into the camera and say things like, I just love being pregnant. It's such a magical time. Now, if you are among the pregnant women sitting at home on a hemorrhoid donut, resting your swollen ankles, I know when you see that stuff, you feel like you could just punch them. But fortunately, things are changing and there are some more outspoken celebs who are not afraid to say, you know what, sometimes this pregnancy stuff just sucks. Got to give Kim Kardashian credit for this. She made no bones about how much she hated it. She was constantly she said those ragging worst, yeah. on pregnancy in general, worst experience <laughs> of her life. Um, and she really broke 
the mold and then other people followed like Jay Wow from Jersey Shore and Kelly Clarkson and we have to give these women props for their honesty. The truth is a lot of us, you know, have whether it's medical issues or psychological mm-hmm. distractions, it's just it can be a really hard time. Yeah. Well, it's validating to hear it from somebody else mm-hmm. and not kept in the dark. I think you that know, so you don't after- feel like a freak. I think that after like 12 or 14 weeks, people kind of don't want to hear from you about what's miserable. Because if you get past the time when most people have morning sickness and it abates, then it's like, oh, you should, everything should be great. Look, enjoy your thick hair, enjoy your glowing yes, skin. Yes. But the reality is, for some people, they're still nauseated all the way through pregnancy. Mm-hmm. The hemorrhoids we mentioned, constipation, you have yeast infections because the whole, you know, hormonal milieu of your body is rocked to its foundation, back problems. I went into pregnancy having already had lower back problems like sciatica. And the beauty of it was that all cleared up because I got that relaxin hormone that was churning through and I was super flexible and everything. But sleeping was just the worst. It was a combination of just restless sleep, not being able to get comfortable, and then having to pee like every 10 minutes, it felt like. So it's perfectly acceptable not to like being pregnant all the time. It doesn't have to be something that you apologize to people for. You're doing the hard work of carrying that baby, and you should be able to sort of indulge. Be honest. Right. Wallow a little bit, if you like. And it doesn't mean that you're not excited to have a baby, you know, that's completely unrelated. I remember a friend had said to me that um, when she was done with her second pregnancy, she said she was just so glad to know because she hadn't she had no intention of going on to have more children. She was like, I am just so glad I never have to feel this way again. I get my body back and I'll never feel this bizarre again. And that's, you know, I I got it. Who should you kind of share this misery with? Should you post it on Facebook? Should you only Mm. tell your partner? It's all his fault, of course. I don't know that your partner is really going to get it. He's not. He can't. He definitely won't get it. He won't get it. Even if he thinks he gets it. I think think you need to tell your really good friend, your older sister. Yeah. Maybe somebody who's been pregnant who can sympathize because it's really probably fairly rare to not have any problems. Right. I know Kelly Clarkson said she did not have the pregnancy glow. Is this glow? (laughs) Is this like a myth? Does it actually exist? If it does, I didn't have it. No, I I think I had the pregnancy acne. I was going to say, I had the pregnancy sweats. (laughs) I had the pregnancy nose. (gasps) Yeah, my my nose nose grows. Well, it only did it with my first. Yes. It was very noticeable. In fact, I I hate looking at pictures of of my face during pregnancy. That is funny because with my second pregnancy, I gave birth like four days after my daughter's third birthday. So I have a picture of us on Julia's birthday holding her, the last family picture of the three of us. And... I just look so crazy. My nose is like spread over to both of my cheeks. Yes. And I remember thinking like, I'm so glad my face, like with all my swelling, at least it didn't affect my face. Right. And right. Then I and everybody else was like, Ugh. I know, totally. Yeah. So like, when are you delivering? Chandra, I first met you when you were pregnant. Oh, yeah. And Did I, I look bulbous? Just so you know, I didn't notice anything um, unusual about your nose. Well, that's because you thought that's just how my nose was. Yeah, that's true. true. You didn't know what true. I looked like. Yeah. Right. Um, I do. Now that you're talking about the nose thing, I had forgotten about it, but I remember it. And I remember the feeling that my whole Oh, I thought you meant face, you remember no, her, not nose. her nose. No, not her nose. 
<laughs> Her nose looked totally fine. I don't think I was conscious of my nose, but I remember the sensation that my whole face was like widening down the midline, oh. which has to be related to the relaxin, the hormone. Yeah. You know, everything just kind of spreading and oozing yes. outward. My doctor told me that that was why I threw my back out because I was so relaxed that my body was like, what the hell's going on? And then it tightened oh. up my muscles and I spasmed at about 12 weeks. Did it go on for your whole pregnancy or? No, it no. didn't. It came back later. But, you know, just a little bit of physical therapy and it was fine. I had all the time in the world then to mm, go to physical therapy. Course. Yeah. So. Right. But I mean, I think that is just illustrating the point. You loved being pregnant, but you threw your back out. My oh, yeah. point is <laughs> almost none of us get out unscathed. True. It's going to be something. There's always something. I do know a woman who loved being pregnant so much. She had her kids and two kids and she wanted to have a third just because she loved it so much. Wow. The feeling of it. I volunteered to be a surrogate for my friend who had such a terrible pregnancy. She had that awful condition, you know, that Princess Kate had, you know, where um, she was vomiting. Extreme. Extreme. Quote, unquote, morning sickness. Exactly. Exactly. The entire pregnancy with both pregnancies. Um, It was so terrible. She was was bedridden and she had to have intravenous drugs like on constantly. But she didn't take you up on it? No, I think that she just didn't want to have another one. Another one. So she had two. And then you said, hey. Well, actually, she had three. Oh, it was wow. twins. Twin the oh, first right, was right. twins. Okay. Um, and then she thought it would get better with, you know, only a singleton. And in fact, it got worse, which was quite interesting. Oh. And I think until Princess Kate, people didn't really appreciate how real that condition is. And right. Just, right. They just thought it was a little bit of morning debilitating. Right. Yeah. She couldn't even eat. You know, she couldn't. She was like, hospitalized, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And then she was home and, you know, actually, you know, had to have her food and vitamins delivered to her because she couldn't even keep down enough vitamins IV? to nourish the baby. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. If your problems, whatever they are, physical or emotional, get to the point where you're just really bummed out all the time being pregnant, that's where you're going to tip over into this other world of what they call prenatal depression. We've all heard about postnatal depression, postpartum depression, it's more commonly called. But some women are depressed during pregnancy. And that's something you should be talking not just to your friends, but to your doctor about. There's been a lot of research on antidepressant medicines during pregnancy. You know, it used to be that doctors really had no idea what taking these medicines would do to you or to your your baby. But there's a lot more known now. So don't feel like, oh, you know, if I told my doctor I'm feeling really seriously depressed, there's nothing they can do because there are options. I heard an amazing story from a friend who's a therapist, and she had a client who was so severely depressed uh, during pregnancy that the therapist actually had to go with her a few times to the emergency room. She would often sit on the edge of an embankment and consider jumping in. She felt like she couldn't. um, She didn't know what she was going to do. She already had a three-year-old, and she just wasn't sure. How could this possibly get worse when the baby comes? She was dreading the postpartum depression. The therapist visited her in the hospital after she had the baby, and she said, walking in the room, it was almost spooky. This woman was a completely different person. She said, there's no way it wasn't hormonal. She felt everything lift. I can't say that everybody would have that kind of miraculous recovery, but if you happen to be feeling, you know, if you're really despairing, know that it could be very much a physical reaction and, you know, please seek help and it can get better. Yeah, there is hope. Yeah. So how are you finding pregnancy? Are you loving or hating it? I hope you're going to tweet us with some details at Parents Magazine. Use the hashtag pregnancyconfidential.
This week's Relax, You've Got This is about the dreaded swelling that comes with pregnancy in the feet, ankles, legs, hands, even face. It's called edema, and it's not pretty, but it is totally normal unless it happens suddenly, in which case you should call your doctor because it can be a sign of preeclampsia, which is a serious condition in pregnancy. But if you're sort of swelling the whole time or you notice it gets gradually worse as your pregnancy goes along, that's fairly normal. What causes it? Well, your body is producing 50% more blood and fluids to meet the needs of your little baby-to-be. And your body is holding on to that fluid to sort of soften the body and help it expand as the baby grows and to prepare your joints and tissues to loosen up and open up during delivery. So, you know, that fluid is about 25% of the weight that you're going to gain during your pregnancy. So don't underestimate it. There's a lot of it. But it can make you feel like the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. And it's going to get worse, you know. And if you are pregnant in the summer, it's going to be worse in the summer, usually hot weather. If you stand a lot, if you're one of those people who has to stand at work, the swelling can get quite intense. And if you eat a lot of sodium, salt, like salty snacks and added salt, that is also going to make it worse. And that's so hard because that's there's what you sodium crave. And, yeah, that's what you crave. And then if you think you're not consuming sodium or you think you're watching it, there's you're sodium not. in everything. Even like bread, you know. Right. And now, Kara, I know I'm you the have sweller. some thoughts about swelling. <laughs> <laughs> what I remember is I went to my grandparents' beach house. I was almost nine months pregnant at that point. And uh, my grandfather, without saying anything, came up to me and handed me his support socks. <gasps> <laughs> his flesh-colored, knee-high support oh socks. Oh, my God, the old man socks. Yeah, and I was just like, oh, thanks, Papa. I, I, I'll try them when I get home. And, you know, they barely even fit. That's how swollen my legs were. It was unappealing, so what do, to what say do they the do? least. What do those tights do? They, it's our compression stockings. Don't so they does it feel just, better? It could, and it could help. Don't they just move the fluid? Like, like, push like it won't up. it go up? So if you're swelling in your ankles and you put those on, won't you just have, like, really fat like, knees? But? Yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> right, right. Yeah, exactly. So, I, you know, I wasn't wearing them. It was beyond hope at that point. Swelling started practically immediately. Um, what was swelling? Everything? Ankles? By what? the end, everything. Oh, boy. Um, but certainly my legs and ankles and feet. And I remember sitting at my desk trying to cross my legs, and I put a um, pen cap, like, on my calf. And it was as if I, I could have tucked the cap into it. It was so just, like, folded in there. I was, I was, wow. It was really uncomfortable. And I tried keeping my legs up. It didn't make a difference. It was unbearable by the end of the day, but it would be like 9.45 in the morning, and I'm already. already I'm feeling so tight, and I could barely flex my feet and toes. And, and was it the same for both pregnancies, or was yes. it different? Oh, interesting. Yeah, and my mother had said, like, I was the same exact way. Had you already tried, like, the natural therapy, which would be potassium for swelling, like if you eat more foods I was having with like potassium, bananas drink and things bananas like that. Bananas have a lot of potassium yes. and drink yeah. a lot of water. I know it seems counterintuitive, but right. if you are having any fluid retention, it's always helpful to drink more All water. All I drank was water. And uh, bananas also help with um, Charlie horses and yes. cramping in the middle of the night. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I was like chowing down on potassium-rich bananas. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> what about feet? I did 
gain, I think it was a full shoe size. Yes. Did they just get wider or did they get, they got longer and wider? I don't know. I just went from an eight and a half to a nine and a half. My feet got flatter. Right. Maybe because I was so heavy. Yeah, right. (laughs) Right. You pounded yourself down. The urge, I think, is to just wear flip-flops or some other really loose shoe when this happens because you don't want to spend a lot of money on new shoes. But I will say, recommend against, like there's no support in a flip-flop. You need a supportive shoe. So Kara, how soon after you had the baby did the swelling go down? It took a lot longer than I hoped. Like, I was hoping I'd walk out of the hospital a different person. Maybe, like, three full weeks before I felt like it was really all out of me. Because in my first pregnancy, I ended up having preeclampsia. The second time, I did not have it, but I was on the road to it. So I was being pumped with more fluids than you can imagine while being hospitalized a little longer than I was supposed to be. Mm -hmm. So it was, like, all the fluids you retain during pregnancy plus all the IV fluids. So that might not be the typical experience. It's not. Like, I don't want to. I mean, scare I remember. People, I remember you, pretty much immediately, like the the ankle stuff calming down. Yeah. No. I think I had an, a slightly atypical experience. Well, that's that's bad for you, but good for our <laughs> listeners. <laughs> that's it for Pregnancy Confidential for today. Our producer is Sarah Abdurrahman. Thanks also to Laura Mayer and Andy Bowers at Panoply. Let us know what you think of the show. You'll find us on Twitter at Parents Magazine. Facebook at facebook.com slash Parents Magazine, or Instagram at, you guessed it, Parents Magazine. And if you like the show, I hope you'll tell a friend and subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app. Don't forget to leave us a rating or a comment, because that helps other people discover the show. Unlike other podcasts, you don't have to wait. You can listen to the next week right now. So if you want a sneak peek of what the weeks ahead hold for you, go ahead. Listen to the next episode.